Hello everyone, I'm Marco. I'm Lea and welcome to Post-it Talks. How are you Lea? What are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. I'm going back and forth between uh, here and uh, Friedricha to make my ceramics in Friedricha. Nice, the, the one you make for the Jewel Bazaar, right? Yes. Sold out. Yeah, <laughs> and I have some orders actually, that's Ooh, what I'm doing. So DM. <laughs> yeah, slide into my DMs. But I always pass by this kiosk, 54. Close to the station, right? Yes, With the blue, blue light. Mm -hmm. Yes, very nice. And that's why today... We have with us Anna-Sophia from Huse Fundament and Kiosk 54. Hello, how are you? Good. Thank yes. you. Welcome, welcome. You are an alumna of DSKD and you are one of the driving forces behind Huse Fundament. Thank you. Yes, yes that's correct. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, I actually, uh, I studied both my bachelor in accessory design here at the design school and uh, also did a master's in design for Planet. Cool. So can you introduce and explain what Husa Fundament is? Husa Fundament is a culture house, um, which is actually uh, built above and around uh, Pit Stop, an old music venue. Um, so for those who don't know Pit Stop, I think the majority of students at least know yeah. Pit Stop by now. Yeah. Um, but it's got a lot of history and underground culture uh, here in Kaling. After COVID hit, there was some you know, issues with, with keeping Pit Stop open, um, like many businesses, I think. And then uh, we actually some guys who were really, some young guys who were really interested in like keeping Pit Stop open uh, thought, how can we you know, keep this club um, going and what would be the best way to do that? So they actually came up with this idea of turning the whole building around it into a culture house. So it is the culture house and um, it involves the kiosk 54 and pit stop. And then we have a first floor where we have uh, lots of different events and uh, workshops, learning workshops, hands-on. Very interesting, yeah. Mostly I know the pit stop, <laughs> <laughs> but also I have uh, two friends that they have a room in the, in the first floor, uh, Baptist and, uh, and Maeva. Yes. Yeah. What what is your role there? Like, um, what you're gonna what what are you doing at the Huse Fundamental? At the how how does it start the idea of uh, of the kiosk? So, actually, the reason that I'm working at Huse Fundamental is kind of a, an interesting story, I guess you could say. Um, I live directly next door, <laughs> so okay. yeah. yeah. So no rush in the morning. Uh. No, no rush. No rush at all, actually. And I go home to uh, eat lunch quickly nice. and head back again. So, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I live directly next door. And previously, um, I mean, it's a very new project. Who's the Fundament? I think we started in 2021. My coworkers might correct me on that. Uh, like, but I wasn't actually there from the beginning. So it, it started about a year before I joined. And in that year, they had some artists in-house who built this idea of having uh, an art kiosk. And I think it was called the Art Kiosk. And I walked by it every day while I was heading to uh, the lake to walk my dog. And I was waiting for like a grand opening because they were suggesting a grand opening. So I was waiting every day for this grand opening. And then the grand opening happened and I could not have been more disappointed. <laughs> I was expecting something grand. Um, and then I... Not to say it was disappointing, but it didn't uh, meet the expectations I, I thought uh, a kiosk should have. Um, I didn't see, you know, enough of the art. I didn't. I, I, I couldn't recognize which artists were involved. Um, and then I kind of just saw an opportunity. 
So I just uh, went into Husa one day and said like, hi, I, I just would like to hear about the kiosk and uh, can I volunteer my time to help you make it better? <laughs> and, uh, and that's kind of where it started. Um, yeah, so I started with uh, kind of trying to reimagine the kiosk. How could we make a, um, an art kiosk that was for the artists and run by the artists? So it's, uh, everything is, is based on what works for them. We have meetings together and they decide you know, how it works and, um, and what should be changed and, and how we can make it the best for them. So, so that's the kiosk and um, it's going really well right now. Aside from that, I'm actually the project uh, manager at Husa Fundament. Um, and this is a, a new position because I've spent the last year actually volunteering uh, my time at Husa Fundament. So I was uh, just working there as a volunteer for, for a whole year before finally deciding I, I need to stay here a little longer and I'd like to get paid. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So Husa is like a, a creative collective, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's yeah. a creative collective and our kind of aim is to bring artists and designers and uh, just like, yeah, cultural youth um, in inside the house and help them with developing culture, actually. So we really want to encourage uh, local artists and designers and musicians to um, create culture themselves and we're here we're there to help them do that mm, so it's for everyone it's for everyone yeah amazing if you want to like synthesize the um, core value of the kiosk and who's a fundamental how how would you explain it i think like i mean choosing values is always a difficult thing like we talk a lot about like values and morals and stuff and like treating each other equally um, but to define values is very um, a group thing, you know. So I can tell you what I see my yeah, like, yeah, yeah, what course, I see yeah. as our values, <laughs> yeah. um, and I think that would be about like community building, um, an inclusive community for building culture. That's how I see it. Mm. Yeah. So inclusivity and uh, really focusing on inviting people in and making people feel welcome. Yeah. How do you keep this up? This community sense. This collaborative uh, effort between designers and artists yeah so fortunately like uh, at pit stop we have uh, concerts um every second week and then we have the club that's open so there we have a lot of people who are coming regularly and then we kind of try to move them upstairs every month we have a creative workshop um where members can come for free and then we also do um like paid workshops because we can't uh, put all of the money out and then we have uh, monthly community dinners so that's where people are welcome to come and eat and uh, just join the community have some drinks together meet new people and um yeah just make new friends yes on top of that we have uh, artists in residence every month and we try to encourage people to come in and learn from those uh, different artists and kind of build new skills by meeting other people. Mm. So if you're an artist here at the design school or anywhere in Kolding, can you just show up or do you need a membership? So anybody could just show up anytime. I mean, like in general, there's someone in the house, um, of course, because it's a, it's not privately owned. It's an independent, thank you, yeah. <laughs> brain, um, because it's an independent culture house. Like we're not supported by the state. And in that way, like it's only us who, you know, have the keys there who are there. And there's always someone there every day. Um, but if you have like a membership to the house, then you can get access to the key code and you can come in whenever you want and like hold events and stuff. Um, but yeah, in general, anybody can come in at any time. If you want to attend uh, free workshops, then you have to be a member. 
um, and memberships like twenty five krona a month. So it's okay. Super so it's affordable. Nothing. Yes. Yeah. Mm, okay. And and the um, the community dinner that you usually organize is part of this. Uh, philosophy of like try to keep the community together and know each other better and keep the community inside who's a fundament yeah i mean like you say inside but it's not like we're trying to like you know hog the community i mean it's more like we just want to provide a space for people to meet new people and like really feel welcome and um, yeah and and try to build a community and how we can kind of bring people out of their maybe comfort zone sometimes and We're working a lot with loneliness right now. Uh, one of our, uh, one of my colleagues is working a lot with loneliness right now. So we kind of put focus on how we can um, move people out of that kind of feeling mm. of loneliness. Mm. Very interesting. Continuing on that project, the loneliness project, uh, could you tell us a bit more? What, what does that include? What is it about? So it's a, it's a project together with Vivili Colling. I might not be the best person to explain this part of the project because I'm not the lead of the project, but it's basically focused on um, kind of solving, yeah, solving the problem of loneliness uh, in youth in Denmark. Yeah, Nikos uh, is doing a lot of research on how we can look for methods for solving this this problem, and we've started working on uh, doing workshops and, um, yeah, kind of hands-on research into uh, solutions for, yeah getting people to feel less lonely and to kind of avoid the stigma or like get out of the stigmatism of loneliness being a bad thing because a lot of people feel it. And you, um, which in which product, project are you the leader? Yeah, project leader who's fundament. So what am I doing is uh, I'm actually hiring artists uh, for residents and workshops and managing actually like the daily uh, tasks of, of the team. So I think probably I'm just more organized Than the other guys on the team, but we all are very equal in a way. So who is coming? Who is the next artist that's going to come? Give the us next some artist, actually. So we have an artist in residence right now, Aura. But uh, she's our artist in residence right now. And she will have a exhibition down at Pitstop on the 16th of February. Um, and we don't have our next artist yet. So we're actually looking for an artist for the following month. little call-out, <laughs> contact, Anna Sofia. And um, what does it mean being the guest artist uh, at the Hughes Fundamental? Being an artist in residence? Yeah. So being an artist in residence means that you get a, a space to focus on your creative project. Um, it's kind of a, a changing... Yeah, the residency, it's in, in tra transition right now. So previously we've been supported through uh, larger funds where we've had money to put aside for the artist in residence every month. Uh, we don't have those same funds now. So we're looking at redesigning how we do these... Uh, artists in residence but right now it's about finding an artist who would like to have a space to work um, we give them uh, the house access to the house um, access to help um, and providing them with materials to create their projects and then helping them actually exhibit their work uh, at the end of their residency so it's around a month um, and then they get assistance with materials and exhibition okay yeah. wow very interesting and also very helpful both for the artist and For the, for the community to experience every month. Yeah. New creative uh, expression, creative shape. So very, yeah. very, very interesting. I would like to hear about you a bit more. Like you used to go here at the school. You said both the bachelors and the masters. Are you from Kolding, by the way? Um, actually, I'm, uh, I was born in Denmark, but I was raised in Canada. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. So uh, I moved back to Denmark around nine years ago. Yeah, and uh, and I lived in Aarhus up until I moved to to Kolding. Mm. And how do you feel like your education here and you as a designer or as an artist has shaped you and maybe also Huse? The majority of our team at Huse are designers, which is interesting because in a way we kind of are cultural designers. We're kind of designing, you know, this community in a way, um, but it's nothing related to what my background is. As I said, I've uh, studied accessory design in Canada. I actually also studied fashion And then I ended up with the design for planet. And this is because I found most interest in designing with materials. So where does that lead me? Um, I think like my goal in coming into Who's It Fundament was actually to start a bio lab. I'm still actually developing that now, um, applying for funding. And we've started constructing a space at Who's It Fundament, which will be called, the, which is actually called the Future Lab. Um, and here, this is about uh, people coming in and ex uh, exploring sustainable approaches to materials and design. So that was actually like my <laughs> where my background kind of moved in. And uh, other than that, I'm actually teaching a lot of workshops at uh, Who's a Fundament. So I teach um, leather workshops, for example, um, how to grow mushrooms at home. That's one I've done a lot. Um, exploring like different bio-based materials. So uh, kombucha, mycelium and... It's more about the handcraft, I think, for me than the actual like, yeah, design part. Yeah, the handcraft and kind of uh, sharing your competences with others. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, actually, your name, except the uh, user fundamentals, is always associated with passion for like growing mushroom. <laughs> yeah, your name is always like connected <laughs> yes. with this. Yes. Do you want to tell us a bit more, like, how does this passion, like, how did you discover it and? Why and how did you find them so fascinating to grow up like a possible future business and uh, also a passion? Um, yeah, so it actually also started at the design school um, during my bachelor. Does, we did a course called Design for Change, I think. I think that might have been the name. It might have been something else like, yeah. But, you know, the I, yeah, seven years I was at design school, so it's hard to remember now. Yeah. <laughs> That's totally fair. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... Uh, and during the course, we actually had a visit from a lecturer who was working with collaborating with uh, other species. So multi-species design thinking, I think, was what she was working with. And during this course, actually, we had to choose an animal to work with um, or a bacteria or yeah, fungi or something. Um, and I don't know why I was so interested in mushrooms, but I chose to work with mushrooms Um, and then during this course, uh, I had to work together with a textile and a fashion designer. And this course ended up with uh, us designing a um, outfit uh, that would feed off of mushrooms and then could be planted and growing mushrooms again. And uh, it was a whole concept that I won't go into, but the result of this was I had to experiment with growing the mushrooms and uh it and it failed completely i didn't grow any mushrooms uh not to my expectation i would say um and then following that i was just determined to make it work so um i just started growing mushrooms at home growing mushrooms on different materials exploring how it would work um and that made me actually decide to to do the uh, masters in uh, design for planet and then my entire thesis project was revolved around uh, growing mushrooms on materials so Yeah, 
So I just kept going and uh, now I grow mushrooms every day at home. <laughs> I explore it on different materials and I'm teaching um, how to grow mushrooms both uh, as an edible resource but also um, for design. Is your favorite uh, food mushroom soup? I wouldn't Boys say favorite. Mushroom. I do like mushroom soup. <laughs> I really like mushroom soup. I, I love mushrooms. Really, I do. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's... <laughs> or is it mushroom-based in general, maybe? Yeah. Are, are you also going like in the forest, uh, pick them up in the season? Or yeah. Just, okay. Yeah, I'm going foraging. So actually, it's interesting because when I was... I, I would say like before I started the design school, I thought... Uh, design for planet you know sustainability so uh, whatever you know like I just want to make things that people like and then I got interested in mushrooms actually and more and more interested in sustainability and realizing you know wow I was <laughs> I was confused and immature um, but then uh, my interest in in foraging came after I started growing the mushrooms because I could see like mushrooms everywhere after that you know so I started looking for mushrooms and I enjoy being in nature now more than anything and it's definitely because I started growing mushrooms that it, that it happened so yeah I'm foraging with my boyfriend we go out and uh, we look for different mushrooms we have a really good spot for um, black uh, trumpet mushrooms and we got tons of those last summer and we're still living off of those so oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah these spots are a secret i guess they are yeah yeah i mean i i don't like to be a gatekeeper but uh, they are and it's like you know once someone knows they're gone so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that in norway as well we always yeah, have our spots <laughs> yeah yeah, it's like yeah you have this spot that you like your grand battle to your dad yeah. to you and you're gonna tell to you like it's like yeah. yeah definitely so pulling it back to um to who's a fundament going away from the mushrooms for now Um, what does the future look like for Husa? Really great, actually, I would say. Um, so right now we are in the process of trying to buy uh, the culture house. Um, and our goal is actually to buy it in April. Um, and what that means is that we would have more, you know, um, in-house money to support more events and Um, not have to rely as much on funding because that's what we rely on right now. So buying the building. Buying the building. Oh. That's our, okay. Yeah, that's our goal right now. And um, we have already started looking into how to kind of reimagine the building. And um, Benny, our, uh, one of my coworkers, probably I would say like like the project master in, in my eyes. He's just the guy from the beginning. Um, he's uh, working with architects on how the... Um, the future house can look and from top to bottom so right now we we focus on the base uh, floor first floor kiosk and pit stop and then up to um yeah the first floor where we have uh, the future lab and different workshops um but we will go all the way to the top once we have bought the house and it'll be a full culture culture house with wow. hopefully more than one um artist in residence at a time we want to pay artists to be there like all year and yeah have really big projects so wow, amazing so yeah um So how will look in, let's say, in three months? How do you see? How do, who's the fundamental in three months now? In three months, what are we in right now? January, February, March. We are, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, in three months, I hope that we will own the house. That's okay. the goal. Like, I think we will own the house. We will have artists in residence. We will continue doing our workshops. Hopefully more workshops in April or May. I don't know what three months from now. Um, but uh, yeah, it'll just continue as it is. Only mm -hmm. it's just going to get better. Okay. So One year? From in, now? in one year, I think we will have um, a more, like, a better structure in the house, more more activity, I think, more creative activity. Um, 
as I said earlier, we're trying to support artists in um, building their own projects. And I'm really hoping that that will be more active in the next year. Um, and on top of that, we are looking at adding a cafe into Pit Stop so that it'll be a day cafe bar. And then, uh, yeah, uh, there should be a good club. transition. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. And okay, last one in five years. In five years? Yes. <laughs> it's very, I mean, this is, I, it's hard. Your I think prediction. Like, <laughs> I mean, I just hope that we will just have a super active house and lots of uh, creative people coming in and out. And uh, I think like for me, the, the one-year goal is the same as the five-year goal. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah. So uh, at the end, we usually give our guests a post-it mm -hmm. and a pen to write down like a little summary about what we talked about. Either you can draw or you can write something. Okay, so this is probably... The well, actually, I chose to try and draw who's the fundament. And uh, and that is uh, with the, the kiosk on the left and pit stop in the middle. And then going up the stairs, there's a group of uh, smiling <laughs> stick figures <laughs> who would be our community standing with some mushrooms <laughs> yes mushrooms don't forget them <laughs> yes so that's yeah and now and then there's a little uh painting in the background and i don't know what this is <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much thank for coming so much. Uh, and to anyone out there who has a little growing artist inside them go to husa and talk to Anne Sophia or anyone else working there maybe you'll be the next artist in residence yeah, and uh, anyway, go check out the kiosk because it's really nice and it's full of beautiful things. Definitely. If you need a gift for anyone, that's the place to yes. go. So it's also close to the station. So whenever you go home, before going home, just stop and buy. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, Leah. Thank you so much, Mark. Um, should we post it? Let's post it. Bye. Bye. <laughs>